It is that day of the week when the Bushels and Barrels podcast comes on. I am Ryan Peter. Bushels and Barrels on TikTok is where you can generally find me. As usual, I am joined by my partner in freedom. Say hello, Jessica. Hello, Jessica. (laughs) Well, we got done planting this week. Yes. Finished up last Sunday. Then Cohen and I were in a marathon getting corn sprayed before this rain set. It's been a rainy week here in southeastern Illinois. But Cohen and I worked our rear ends off, and we got the corn sprayed, got the last beans in the field, all the corns in the ground, a little bit of replant left to do. Um, According to my crop insurance agent, I'm done with that. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, me neither. Because I don't know anything about anything, so that's okay. And I don't know if she listens. Okay. All right. You're done. I am finished. You're done. And do you have more to spray after this? How does that work? Uh, yeah, my, my post spraying of the beans that's came up, uh-huh. um, you know, a lot of them haven't emerged out of the ground yet, but yeah, okay. I'll, I'll still have to do that. But I'm, I put down residual chemical, this rain activated it all. So mm-hmm. they should stay clean for a while. The next thing we got coming is wheat harvest. Ooh. Uh, I would say seven to 10 days. We'll be looking really hard, especially with this next week's uh, weather coming up. Have you heard what it's going to be this week? This it's coming week? It's going to be week? hot. Like highs of 99 and 100. It's going to be hot. That's very hot. That's awesome, though. It's global warming. Oh, oh, I thought it was just called summer, but okay. <laughs> See, it used to be called summer. Now it's global warming. I'm pretty sure it's just called summer. It's our fault. It's our fault. <laughs> because we're burning too many tires or yeah. what? Okay. Chemtrails. Another agenda. I'm telling I mean, you contrails. What, yeah. Contrails, chemtrails. What are they actually called? Contrails. Contrails. Okay. From the airplanes. Yes. Yeah. Has nothing to do with weather or a harp system or... Well, it does have like something that. to do with weather and atmospheric conditions. Okay. But it has nothing to do with <laughs> those things impacting them. We've went over this right. before. Oh, I get it. I get it. Irritates it irritates me. Yeah. But... This is kind of a different show today, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be a different show. Can you tell everybody why and so how? Generally, uh, even whenever I'm busy as busy can be, I go down before the show, get on the computer, look up all the articles that interested me through the week, and uh, kind of put them together and give me an idea of roughly uh, where this show is going to go for the day. And uh, didn't do that today. I just, in all honesty, there's just not that much in the news right now that I want to talk about that I think's worth spending it's any time on. It's kind of all on. BS, isn't it? It is. Like, the news isn't even news. It's just like, a bunch of lies. And you don't even know who to trust when it comes to whatever. I, you're exactly right Everything. there. Like, I, Everything. I, I don't trust Fox News hardly anymore. Uh, I, I trust individuals on Fox News. Mm-hmm. Fox News as a whole, I do not trust. Yeah. Well, I mean, you had that, what, two weeks ago, Mo Brooks was going after that Shannon gal about oh the whole... Oh my God, was that not awesome? I mean, he did wonderful, but she kept, pers- like, she's like, no, that's not true. That's not true. Let's there talk was about- no election fraud. Yeah, was- let's talk Mo about Bro- the January 6th committee. And he's like, no, since you brought that up, let's talk about yeah. it. But anyways, yeah, it's ridiculous. And to have it on in the background or anything in the house is annoying. So (laughs) I I kind of agree. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and now, okay, so let's look at the Uvalde thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, What was it? Last week, all you heard at the on last Monday, I remember on talk radio and the things I read, it was the police stood outside the door of Uvalde for 77 minutes, Uh somewhere between 40 and 77 minutes. That's quite the time frame, regardless, and wouldn't do anything to try to help. Right. But now, just this morning, what little news I watched, finally, their police chief is trying to come out and say, 
No, we were doing so. We were doing stuff. I did not tell anybody to stand down. We didn't have mm-hmm. keys to get in. I was looking for one of those uh, deals where know, they knock the door down. You know that one of the moms actually went in there and rescued. You told her me children. that. Yeah. But now, she how did she get in without listened, a key? I listened to her interview. I don't know if she knocked it. I have no idea if she just ran through the front door. I have no idea. I do know that she said they were not doing anything and I was going to go save my babies. And she said that's what she did. So she did when the shooter was in there. I don't think but that that's But obviously one of her babies was not in the classroom. You know, the, the teacher that was in the classroom that the shooting happened in mm-hmm. survived because he played dead for an hour. Really? But every single one of his students died. Oh, let's not talk about it anymore. It makes me want to throw up because it's so sad. It's sickening. It it's is. Sickening. It's horrible. And then this is just another plot. I mean, how many shootings have, have happened since you've Oh, my day? God. There's been about 15 in the U.S. since then. And every single and, one of them is reported on. Right. And yeah. they've, I mean, this is just a huge push to take our Second Amendment away. And this is, this is, I, I this is just another plot plan to to take our freedoms away and um you know someone mentioned you know we should do more background checks we should do this we should do red flag shit yeah and we already do all that stuff well there are background checks in illinois illinois it is you can't even buy a gun and pick it up the same day you have to wait i believe it's 48 hours it might be longer now i don't the the cool down period right yeah whatever that's called i mean if you want a shotgun to go shotgun hunting if you want to go shoot some birds or whatever during season you better make sure you have a shotgun because you can't just go pick one up well since i know that i know missouri laws are different and well since i know that most of the members of congress listen to the bushels and barrels podcast Uh i got something to say to them okay don't fall for this red flag bullshit yeah because you know who's going to end up get we're all every conservative is going to have a red if you go to a school board meeting and disagree with the their handling of covid or masks or, Mm -hmm. or, or 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 shit boxes in in uh in in bathrooms because some kid identifies as a furry and uh-huh. you think that's stupid, you're going to get a red flag. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. I mean, this red flag, it's going to be turned against everybody innocent. This is the way this works. Okay, so going back to the news and who to trust, I do trust NTD News, which is a part of Epoch. Right. And so I've been watching their evening news or daily news that they put out, which is like in maybe 50 minutes of the highlights. And then they have um, maybe people come in, you know, uh, professionals or experts in in whatever they're talking about. So um, this morning I was listening and they said the ATF is denying federal firearm dealers their applications. Over 500% denial increase. Really? From 2021, yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. This is all, I mean, it's all a plan to to get us to stop having... Guns. And we don't need more background we, checks. That's not going to stop any of this shit because most of the time, the people that use these guns mm-hmm. to kill other people a- obtain the guns Absolutely. illegally. And you know, 3D printed guns don't have serial numbers on them. And now this new law is going to say, oh, well, you've got to have a, pr- a serial number on it. What the what? hell is a 3D printed gun? Are you kidding me? No. Where have you been? Have you been living under a rock? Okay. Well, you can print anything on a 3D printer. Anything. Like they print houses now on 3D printers. <laughs> But it's still a picture. No, it is a an actual item. Like those headphones, you could make up whatever, get the code for it or whatever, type it into the 3D printer and print you a set of headphones. What? Yes. Never heard of this. You are kid- They have been around for years. A functional set of headphones. As f- yes. 
you may have to add the wire component to it, but that's it. But guns, yeah, they they're actually yeah functional guns. Yes, made of steel. I don't know if they're made of steel. I I know that you can put the components inside the three D printer and it melts it down, heats it up, whatever, and then makes the actual thing. I'm gonna have to look into that. Yeah, I do find it. that hard, hard, do hard it. to believe. I'm not a three D printer expert. That's why I'm kind of like. Well, then let's put the components for a new Yukon in there. Okay. okay and we don't have to have the technology i'm okay with not having any technology in it but yeah wow i don't know that you could actually well they make houses i don't know they made this whole thing i watched a a brief snippet on like the first 3d printed house where Mm -hmm. where did you watch this it was probably here no what website (laughs) i don't know Uh, i don't look it uh, up do you want me to look it up you want me to take five seconds and look it up I really don't want to because it's really not that big of a deal. But the thing of it is, is that they've been printing guns, but now this new law they're going to put through is they they say, well, you have to put a serial number on this 3D printed gun now. Oh. Like, what does that even mean? Nothing, because the people that want to print them without a serial number is going to go in and do it. If this is the way this actually works. I've never heard of this. Okay, well, you're going to have to look into it and get get informed because it is is a thing. But what I want to know is if they're going to ask for serial numbers on these Louisville sluggers. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, that's I should have done a little bit of baseball bat murders for the past week. <laughs> See what happened in that front. Yeah. Actually, you know? I think I pronounced the word Louisville. 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 Depends on okay. where you're from. Okay. If you're from Louisville, it's Louisville. Louisville. If you're from southeastern Illinois, it's Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. yeah. That's the way I've always pronounced it. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Look into the 3D printers. And I'm sure some of our listeners know a little bit more about that than I've what we do. I've never heard of that. You are kidding. That just blows my mind. How big is this Mine printer if blown. it can print a house? Well, I'm sure that they are built to scale, you know, the 3D printers. This, the first ones were, I think, about the size of maybe, um, I don't know, the bigger ones would be like the size of a CNC machine, I, I would assume. Hmm. The small, then they have smaller ones, too, because they started out with small ones. But they're outrageously expensive. It's not like you and I are going to go out and... B- buy one and then we're going to build whatever part we need for the John Deere or anything like that. Okay. But you could if you wanted to. If you had the money to do it, I'm sure. It sounds to me like something this sounds to me like something they would put on Babylon B. It is a real thing. Like, totally I'm not fake. kidding you. Just to make you laugh. I am not kidding you. No. Okay. No. I, I, I'm going to look into it, folks. Okay, do it. I'll give you a report next week. Okay. Well, so <laughs> you're going to make a liar out of me regardless. You're going to say and barrels one at gmail.com if you own a 3D printer. <laughs> I'm I I know that I'm I know I'm not wrong in this. I don't have the actual stuff, but I know that it is there. It is out there. Huh. I don't have the facts behind my my storytelling, but <laughs> I'm telling you, it's real. It's a real okay. thing. Okay. So today we're going to go through a list of shout outs and we have a lot. I have a lot to make up. Um, are you making them up or are you going to? No. <laughs> I'm making up time did, did because I have Did the 3D printer make these yeah, shout outs? Not at all. <laughs> so I, I, we've gotten um, emails and we've, 
I haven't been very good at responding very, very fast or quick. Um, so I am going to give you a list of these. I'm going to read them to you. And there's a lot of questions in there. So and then we can discuss upon those topics. So you're going to give me, I, this is mm-hmm. going to be blind react because yes. I don't know what these yeah. emails are. And some of them are just shout outs or whatever. Sure. Um, and then the others are wanting to know personal opinions. Okay. And, you know, since you sit on the school board and you're a farmer, uh, you have an opinion that kind of matters or... We think it matters anyway. No more than anyone else's. <laughs> I think it matters. I think it matters I mean, in your thought process. My opinion doesn't matter any more than anyone else's. I, I get just, that. I can tell you what mine is and why yeah. it is. Yeah, and I think that's what they're interested in. Okay. So, um, Rod, he sent two articles, and I was slow at getting back with him, so Rod sent it, sent it in, and he said that there is, um, he wants to know your opinion as a school board member on trans teachers being referred to as their preferred pronouns and if it should be allowed in school to make those kids. I don't think a trans teacher should be hired to begin with. Why? Because they're trans, and that's not what I think our kids need to learn. Okay. And I don't give a damn about your civil rights. (laughs) End of story. End of story. So No discussion. No discussion. Okay. If you want to be that effed up, you don't need to be teaching our kids how to be effed up. They can learn it everywhere else. Everywhere else. They can learn it on TikTok. Mm-hmm. They can learn it on Instagram, on every other TV show. But they don't need to learn it from my taxpayer dollars paying somebody to F them up. So in this picture, that it was like an Instagram post that he sent. It was a it was it was a man. He had a beard, but dressed as a woman, long hair. But this long-haired woman, man, had a beard. I mean, he was a man. And um, the post was, I'm so grateful that I'm able to be accepted in my kindergarten, first, second, third grade class. If I had a kid in that class mm-hmm. and my school district did that, my kid would no longer be in that class. What would you do as a school board member on that board? I would throw an absolute raging hell. Why? A hell fit. Because it's effed up. These kids don't need to be seeing this and learning this at five years old. I totally agree with you. I agree with you. I want, I want like, the, I want to The person needs shit canned. Why? Why do they They're need? They're just a person. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, there are, there, there's a code of conduct associated with each and every job. Flat chested women don't get a job at Hooters. <laughs> Ugly women don't get a job. In, there is a code of, con, uh, there is an, an, uh, a code of conduct, there is an image associated with certain jobs. There's expectations associated with certain jobs. My expectation for a teacher, mm-hmm. a boy is a boy and a girl is a girl. A man is a man, a woman's a woman. Mm-hmm. You dress and play the part, and it is not your responsibility. Even, even if this man does like have a, a, a woman tendency, even if he does, fine. You keep it to yourself. That is for your home, not the classroom. Mm-hmm. You know? That's what I'm saying. Like, you go work for Hooters. Well, the waitresses are, well, obviously, they're a waitress. The people that serve you are women, right? Most of the time, I'm sure. <laughs> they're supposed to show their boobs or at least cleavage, right? I guess. So, I mean, there's certain criteria here. Yeah. I'm sure there's 
I don't want to get too deep into that. Well, I'm sure the franchise of Hooters started out with, okay, you're going to come and eat chicken wings, have a beer, and look at some Hooters while you're doing so, and you're going to hang out. It's going to be geared, you know, we're going to gear this, this towards men, men because sex sells regardless. And We ain't selling sex in schools. Okay. But now, today, Hooters, they probably have a diversity and inclusion policy to include everybody and where they can't. Do you think I would frequent that Hooters? Do you frequent Hooters now? If there's a man that dress, that's decided to be a woman and and yeah, put and mm-hmm. put on a fake top and you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. I see what you're saying. Yes, I do. Here's you know, we have I would I would choose not to spend my personally earned dollars going mm-hmm. to look at some trans man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want to go see Leah Thomas serving me my hot wings. And that's the problem with, with today. I think today's society, today's workforce, you can't be as judgmental as you're being, Ryan, because you are wrong and you're not including everybody else. The the hell. Yeah. I Here's know, why I, I say this. I am a taxpayer. And as a taxpayer, my money goes to goes to pay these teachers. Mm-hmm. I, if I owned the school, if, if I owned the school, I would never hire that person. Well, that would be a private a private school then, if you were the owner. But right? I am the owner. As a taxpayer, you're the owner. Exactly. So I would vote, obviously, for members of the school board who would think the exact same way that I do mm. and would instruct. And somebody might say, well, you're going to enter and you're going to open yourself up to a civil suit. Well, let's go. Let's do it. Okay. I think our kids are worth a civil suit if that's where it goes. Yeah. I, I personally do. But, that I mean, that's what I think. And maybe I'm going to get in trouble for saying this. Maybe somebody's yeah. going to hear me say it and, and get mad at me. And but, you know, you said you want to put people on the board who think exactly like you do, but why would you want to do that? What's the point in having a board then? Well, when it comes to morality, of course I do. Morality. Yeah. You want people who have what's morals right, on what's, your board. What's naturally right and wrong. Yes. Okay. That's, that's Do you what I'm see talking how about. confusing this gets and why they make it confusing? And I'm being devil's advocate. I am. Oh, I'm, I know. I'm coming know. at you like yeah. that. So, um, do you see why it's so confusing? Like, and why everybody's like, oh, well, I'm not really sure what to believe. We should just accept everybody and accept everybody's way of life and the way that they dress and stuff. This is why it's so confusing, but that's the plan. The yeah. plan is to get you as a fundamental, like constitutional conservative Christian to be confused. And yeah. be like, oh, well, that person is, you know, trans and they're teaching my second grader and that's okay. But my second grader came home and said these weird things that I don't understand. Well, well, it, yeah, I mean, it makes, okay, th- let's just go back to what you just said. Accept everything. We need to accept everything. Everyone, yeah. every, every yeah. if you want to shit in a, in a litter box in the bathroom, <laughs> you just need, we need to accept that. We, you know, what's funny. So you're uh, not you, I know. the devil's advocate in you yes. is telling me I need to accept this transgender person. I need to accept litter boxes in the bathroom, uh-huh. which we just learned in McCutcheonville, Indiana. They have litter boxes in the school's bathroom. Yes. That's disgusting. So anyway, <laughs> but we're supposed to accept all this. Although, unless, see, they're not all accepting. Let me give you an example. Remember when that one school board member said, you know what, if you're tired of your kid being quarantined all the time due to COVID-19, lie to the health department. Yeah. Remember remember when that guy yes. said that? Yes, that was you. Oh, but they didn't accept that. <laughs> they did not accept that. <laughs> they don't want your opinion being told to anybody. Well, see, this <laughs> Leah Thomas's opinion uh-huh. is that he is a girl. The fact is, he's a boy. Yes. 
but I'm forced to deal with his. I, you, it's like they want that opinion to be a fact. Uh-huh. Although whenever I view a perfectly, I, it is a fact. They can't contract trace you if you just lie to them. Yes. That's a fact. Right. That's not an opinion. It's an opinion for me to say, you ought to lie to them. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the fact is they can't contact trace you if you do. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But my opinion, oh, you can't say that. So th- this is the circle of this whole thing. It's like, well, we can, we're only going to accept what's PC mm-hmm. and, and what's in, and anymore. It's just perverse. Yes. And I'm, I yes. don't accept it. Right. And you know what? I just, I, I'll say this in the podcast. You're a transvestite teacher. I'm, is that what they're called? Transvestites? It's it's shortened to trans. Is it, was, is it shortened to transvestite from transvestite? Ben, we've th- talked about trans so much. I don't know. I think that's what it is. Trans, yeah, trans. Hell, I don't even. I don't trans. even know. I have to look that up. What a transvestite is. I'm pretty sure you're. But right. anyway, I'm but pretty anyway, sure. Yeah, I sit on the school board in Mount Carmel, Illinois, and if you don't like the fact that I say if some RuPaul wants to come in and start teaching our kids, some Leah Thomas, and I say no, we're not going to hire this person for no other reason. They're effed up in the head. You want to if you want to vote me off the board, kick me off the board for being insensitive. Go for it. You're not going to change my mind. Mm-hmm. So leave it, leave it alone. Mm-hmm. That's the way I think. Okay. Yeah. It is transvestite. So yeah. okay, so that's yeah. what, that's what trans yeah. is short for. Transvestite. I thought so. Folks, I got out my phone and now he didn't call me out in front of everybody. I knew what Just you were doing. Okay. <laughs> you weren't interacting with people. You were looking something yeah. up. Big right. difference. Oh. All right. Your brain so, was in the game. Ron, there is your long answer to that one question. That's a good question, dude. <laughs> Where's Ron from? Do you know? I do in the email. I did not write it down. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, yeah, Ron, Ron from somewhere in America. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, pal. Thanks, Ron. Dan, he emailed in about the grave gravestone uh, TikTok and, yeah. and conversation that we had about. Just interesting, fun yes. food for thought. He said, if the grave is six to seven feet below ground, then who's the, who's the wiser? Farm over it. Yeah, they, no hell, one would knows. be the wiser, is what he said. Why not farm over the gravesite? So, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Um, there was actually another a guy named Zeke. Zeke uh, emailed in about the gravestone. Also, he sent an article from Southeast Chicago. He said a soldier, so I'm sorry, soldier's bones lies beneath a cronk concrete slab man you're having a I'm tough sorry. time here let reading. me start this over seek sent an article from southeast chicago where a sol- soldier's bones live beneath a concrete slab in a scrapyard andreas von zergenbull fought napoleon at the battle of waterloo and his um last month in may a crane shattered his headstone so and that's right in the... Yeah, but that doesn't mean they moved the body. I don't think they moved the body. Although, I think if he that battled Napoleon, the body is, I'm sure, gone. There's nothing left. Nothing. That's yeah. dust turned back to dust. It had he's, to have. He's in the scrapyard, though. Like, that's a tough place. Is uh, it? Tough place for to be. <laughs> I don't know. For a graveyard, yeah. That's a tough place to be in a scrapyard. Okay. I, do, I don't... I mean, you would think that there's all kinds of rubble around it and stuff. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I know wonder either. if anybody ever visits that scrapyard... Uh, moving on, okay. Brian, he, and there was another guy who emailed about, you'll have to help me with this word, the mortal sins, the difference between mortal sins and venial, venial yeah. sins. He and said, I totally forgot about that until one of our yeah. guys, one of our listeners emailed about that. Yeah. Yeah. So there are two, two different types of sins in the Catholic faith. 
Yeah. And you guys talk about mortal sins, which are more like you go killing to hell somebody. For them. Yeah. Killing somebody yeah. regardless. And so wait, you said you go to hell for mortal sins? Mortal sins. Yeah, it's a it's a mortal sin. But what if you like ask for forgiveness? God yeah, you, forgives you. You, you still get forgiven for a mortal sin. See, and what I believe is that God God forgives us for past, present, and future sins. So how I don't. Okay. You what? You gotta ask for it. You gotta ask for forgiveness. And like repent. It, right. It, if I pulled out a gun and and shot somebody and killed them mm-hmm. because they're my enemy, mm-hmm. and then I, I I'm looking Jesus right in the face, and Jesus says, "Well, I got to make a decision with you, Ryan." And I just want to hold. I just want to sit there and say, "Well, I'm not sorry. I I couldn't stand that guy. He deserved it." If if that's if <laughs> if my life wasn't in in danger and I wasn't trying to defend myself in any way, and I just shot him out of cold blood or just because I didn't like him, I'm pretty sure I'm going to hell. See, I think that complicates everything. You do? Mm Mm-hmm. How come? Because I think Jesus thinks it's a sin is a sin is a sin. (laughs) There's a lot of people. Because you know what? What if you shot and murdered someone who, like, raped your niece or your daughter or, you know... Yeah. That person didn't do anything to you, but they did that to a different person. Like, well, how about capital punishment then? It's not my job. Whoa. Hey. <laughs> I mean, what you kind of described in a way was capital punishment. Yeah. I'm, I get it. You know what I mean? I don't. It's I just, just, instead of the government being the judge and jury, you are the judge and jury. You're being the judge and jury. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think Jesus forgives us for all sins. Before we even ask for it. And Do you yes, agree I with think, capital punishment? I don't know. I've never thought about it that hard. <laughs> gotcha. You're, you're trying to get me. You're trying to get no, me. No, I'm just, all I'm doing is trying to provoke thought. I haven't thought about capital punishment. Do I think that people that just go out and murder other people like deserve to live? Absolutely not. Well, that's, no. that's been, okay. Th- this is, I've seen this argument before from these, these dumbass liberals. I, liberals, you make it too easy. But let me, let me. Now, now listen, hear me uh, out. Hear okay. me out. I've heard the argument made. How are you pro-life and you want to protect every single life on the face of the earth, but you're for capital punishment? I don't know any liberals who are for. Oh, I've, I've, they, you, I've heard them more than once calling a Russia show. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. There are dumbass liberals that think that. Okay. The difference is innocent and guilt. You know? Right. I just, I think that, I think it is on a um, tra- tradition level, like whatever you've been taught in your church, that's the way that you're going to think. And with my spiritual journey that I'm on right now. Sure. <laughs> that sounds really crunchy. But on my journey right now, and I'm learning, learning more about God and getting closer to him, I think that, you know, Jesus looks at us as a sin, as a sin, as a sin. And I... The hey. difference between venial, is that how you pronounce it? Venial. Venial and um, mortal sins, I, I think Jesus has already forgiven us for those sins. Yeah. So both both types. Yeah. So to rate them. Well, that's like Jeremy from Panama City. Him and I text back and forth a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he sent me an article, good read, a sin is a sin. So, I mean, not everybody agrees with the way that i jeremy agrees with me it sure sounds like it, and there's nothing wow. wrong with that i'm not saying i'm right with the way that i think so are you like giving me some props because i believe the same way that jeremy believes because i'm not catholic is jeremy catholic why are you talking like that because i want to know <laughs> <laughs> is jeremy catholic no okay i don't think so okay 
I'm just curious. Um, even if he was, yeah. what him, he and you mm-hmm. agree. Okay. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Cause nobody else sent in, in, in any other comments other than there are two different types of sins in the Catholic faith. Yeah. And, those, and I totally forgot about that. And those I, two, those two gentlemen who emailed, I, I forgot to even respond or, or, you know, like, um, make it, give them a shout out because they did email and say, there are two different sins in the Catholic faith. This is what we learned in our, yes. what are they called? The classes that you take religion in your class, in your religion classes. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, so that was a good topic. Yeah. Yeah. I still think a sin is a sin is a sin because we're forgiven. I still want to know what grace. you think about uh, capital punishment. You know what? We'll revisit that capital punishment. If you're saved by grace, then we shouldn't be able to capitally punish anybody. Those are the laws of the man. If you break the laws of, of our society, there's consequences to that. I think there needs to be laws in, in society. I think there needs to be Obviously. taxes. But when it comes down to um, choosing choosing if someone lives or dies, I don't. I haven't thought deeply enough about it because do I honestly think that if this person like takes all these people's lives or all these kids' lives, that's the worst thing to think about is like children's lives. If they take, let's say 10 kids' lives and this person is a 30-year-old person and they live in a state where they that capital punishment is law or they can die by electric chair. Lethal how, injection. Lethal injection, however they do it. Um, that's, I mean, that's deep. It's deep. I don't think that that person should be able to live. I think that they've, they have broken the law so bad that they, they shouldn't be given any more human life on this earth. Yeah. I, that's thinking about it on. And see, this is where my rationale comes of, I think how serious is the sin is what's going to be taken into some, some sort of consideration Obviously, no matter serious or not, you got to be sorry for him. Well, and I think that has a lot to do with your, the relationship with with Jesus. If that person isn't, you know, saved or doesn't have Jesus as their savior, then they're they've got a big hill to climb. You know, they they're lost and they're confused, and the devil's got them by the in the brain. And yeah, you know they they don't have a they don't have any foundation. Right. So whenever you're, whenever you think about it, like that's none of my business to say, hey man you really need to get right with God. Like that's that person's own. Those are his decisions or that person's decisions. Yep. And because I believe that God would forgive them and save them by grace if they accepted his gift of eternal life. And then they would go to heaven. That's, that's my opinion. Yeah. Like, I don't think that you're, you're bound to hell just because you have all of these sins on this earth. I don't either, but I think you got to be sorry for them. Absolutely, and ask forgiveness. Yes, I agree with you in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It may not sound like I agree with you, but yes, okay. I do agree with you. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. Okay. Okay, Bri- or, I'm sorry, Andrew. He do you said, not have names and towns for any of these people? Well, they just don't, didn't write them down, or they don't write they them down? They don't write them down or oh. give it. If they put them in the email, I will let you know. Okay. But. <laughs> I love the vast expanses this show yeah. covers. <laughs> I thought, yeah. like, worldwide. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of the country, say, Chili's? No. S-E-Y-C-H-I-L-L-E-S. I've no. never heard of it either. Uh-huh. It is an island off the east coast of Africa. Mm-hmm. Pretty small one. Okay. We've got listeners there. Okay. 
That's I awesome. just found that awesome. I, yeah, it, the it other is part awesome. is, is like, how in the hell do they even know we exist? Right. So whatever. Yeah. TikTok. Or maybe it's the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Telling you. Getting ready to give us a red. So flag. if they give if they give a city and state, I will let you know. But they don't. Sometimes they typically give their twi- uh, TikTok handle. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, you guys, when you when you email us, give us a city and state. I okay. Pers- just for me. Yeah. I just want to know. So Andrew wanna wants to know your opinion on DEF. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Deleting trucks, I guess, is a thing. And oh, what yeah. that means is that you can convert your truck back to not needing DEF. Is that correct? Uh, somewhat. Somewhat. Yeah. And under the table cost is 10000 right now. Um, and now mechanics won't even touch them because it's, I think there was a law passed that not having a DEF truck or a DEF. Oh, it's highly illegal. Tuning. It's highly illegal to delete one of those. I see. I don't know any of this. Yeah. Okay. So you got this system on your, if, every engine nowadays, diesel engine nowadays takes DEF, mm-hmm. diesel exhaust fluid. Yeah. It does nothing but clean up the emissions. Actually, I think it does more to mask the emissions than it actually does clean it up. And so it's a pain in the ass. It, I mean, I've got a tractor with it and I've got a, no, I've got, yeah, I've got a backhoe with it and I've got my sprayer with it. Mm-hmm. And it's just a pain in the butt because it's just one more product and you don't burn a whole lot of it. I mean, I'm, I'll probably burn... In my sprayer, 10 gallons of DEF for every, oh, 400 gallon of fuel that I burn, mm-hmm. diesel. But it's just a pain in the ass associated with it. But the biggest thing is, is above and beyond just having to carry another package around with, with this fluid in it. Cardboard and plastic. <laughs> that's, we're going to get there. Hang on a second. Okay. Whenever these systems on these diesel engines malfunction, you can't run. It basically, if it doesn't kill your machine, it throttles it completely down to where you have zero power and you got just enough juice to get off the road. Mm. That's about it. Mm -hmm. And I've heard many, many people, mechanics say, you know, before this happened, you know, we just did normal stuff to engines. Now, 40 to 60% of all the work on diesel engines that come through our shop have absolutely nothing to do with the engine itself. The diesel engine. It's the emission systems they're putting on these going wrong and it derates them to where you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. So DEF, I, it's all a joke. And I'm pretty sure the rest of the world doesn't have to have that. It's just America. Don't you know someone who bought a backhoe out of Canada to get around that DEF sense system? Tractor. Tractor. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's, I'm not going to say their name. Well, that's okay. I think, yes, that's what they did. But anyway, it's a bunch of bullshit. I mean, they're they're trying, it's all, it's all based on this, this lie of global, man-made global warming and fossil fuels. Mm -hmm. We're going to clean it up. So it's made up of urea, right? Yes. Okay. Um, Did you know that Russia's the largest exporter of urea? No, I didn't know that. I know the hell of a lot comes out. Yeah, I mean, I I know a hell of a lot of nitrogen comes out of that. Okay. That area. Yeah. Do you think this has to do with electric cars and, and like, connecting the dots to whenever? Well, I mean, it's all part of it. It's, I, I, it's just all part of this green shit. This going green, save the earth. As if, I, 
you got to be pretty backwards to think that we're powerful enough to destroy the earth. Now, are we powerful enough to destroy humanity? Yes. We've proven that over and over. Okay. What my point is, is like, do you think that there is a bigger, larger plan at hand here to not make DEF available to farmers, to people who drive anything diesel in the near future? No. You don't think so? Like that's like that is, you're talking like a man-made shortage of it? Yeah. If, no, I'm not going to go that far down. You don't think that we're going to run out of death and diesel by harvest time? Diesel? I, no. No, I don't. I think okay. it's just going to be ex- as expensive as shit. Okay. I mean, that's right. what I think. But I think all that stuff's a joke. I, I really do. I, you know, look at the amount of plastic and the amount of cardboard and the amount of trucking, extra trucking, just to move this <laughs> this volume of fluid. Right. How much diesel are we burning to, to uh, move DEF? It's ridiculous. It's like, oh, this is how you're going to save the world? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. We're going to fill up landfills with these stupid cardboard boxes and bottles. Yeah. And and not only that, all the diesel associated with moving it around and then moving it, move the empties to the land. It's just bullshit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I... Okay, real quick, something I... <laughs> I think it's a part of the, the globalism, the globalist plan to shut down the, the big equipment, the farm equipment and everything so that you have to move to whatever system they're wanting to Everybody transfer Everybody will to. die if they do that. Because you won't be able to harvest You'll starve. Food. Yeah. You'll starve to death. You get rid of the diesel engine right now, you will starve to death. Do, okay. End of story. Mm-hmm. But that's like, you know, that's like this carbon sequestration. Guys, it's a joke. It's a joke. It, it is nothing more than the government stealing from American taxpayers. Now, I just read an article on the Epoch Times before we came up here, and I don't have it in front of me, but the, there's a couple farmers in Iowa. There's this company that's trying to form this massive carbon transport pipeline, 2,000 miles, I think. Carbon transport? So these ethanol plants, which are supposed to be green to begin with, I guess they've decided they're making too much carbon. Well, we got to do something with it. We don't want it in the atmosphere. Well, what are we going to do with it? Well, I guess there's a place in North Dakota where they can inject carbon into the earth a mile deep. So it's just gone. It's never going to enter the, it's going to be down there forever. Into this pipeline. So they're taking this carbon somehow or another, turn, from what I read, turning it into liquid and then transporting it through this pipeline. Well, that goes 2,000 miles so far they can't use eminent domain to do it so they have to lease these farmers you know mm. pay them mm-hmm. and i guess this i wish i had the name of this company because i'd blast their ass right now <laughs> uh but any any of these carbon sequestra- sequestration bullshit i guess they're they're really trying to pressure these farmers is okay well you better sign this lease right now mm-hmm. for us to lease a a, a uh, right away across your ground to do this pipeline because if you don't we're just going to use eminent domain and we're going to take it for a lot cheaper here in about a year really and they're, they're intimidating farmers and all i can say is you farmers stand your ground you to fuck you f you <laughs> i'm sorry folks that really that i shouldn't i'm sorry my bad <laughs> oh you know what i said the f word. do you watch tombstone get over it what's tombstone or not Tombstone, Yellowstone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting flustered. Yeah, that's okay because you said something that rhymes with buck. Yeah, that's okay. Words that rhyme with buck. Yeah. I am no better than Will okay. Smith. So the DEF is just or DEF is just like another Green New Deal. It's annoying and yeah. And a- now, now, so so what's what happens is you can delete De- the software. 
and you can make it so you can run without DEF. But if the Department of Transportation catches you, it's like a $10,000 fine. Well, it's $10,000 to like tune the vehicle that you want to and get And then they make of. you put it back. Oh, and then they make you put it back. Yeah. Man, you're talking upwards of $30,000 invested in that. And I don't know. I've, I've, I don't know. I don't know the specific case. The guy, there was a guy around here that was doing it. Like he was the guy that knew how to delete the software. Okay. And convert it all. And I heard he got caught and it was hundreds of thousands of dollars. He got fined. Obviously it put him out of business. I think it bankrupted him Hmm. just for doing that. So that's crazy. And all we want is freedom. This is just a part of freedom, freedom. losing freedom. And this is a very good example of it. What like regulating the diesel powered engines. Yep. (laughs) But you know what it's done? You know, every engine, every other diesel engine that I have on my farm doesn't take DEF because it's old enough that it doesn't. Okay. It's really made that market get really hot really fast. Uh Uh-huh. So people who would maybe have never, like a farmer who maybe would never have considered a 2010 tractor Uh right now. They want something new. Well, damn, I don't want to be sitting at the edge of the field when the rain's coming and I got 20 acres to plant or 100 acres to plant Mm -hmm. and I can't go because my damn DEF system quit on me. Huh. So they're like, you know, maybe, you know, I think I will buy that 2010 or 2011 tractor. So that's one thing that it's done. I mean, it's made older tractors gain value. Sure. Because nobody wants the stupid new shit. Don't blame them. Yeah. Guys, I'm really sorry. I said the F word earlier. Ooh-wee. That made me mad. (laughs) I just, that that carbon stuff, that makes me mad. Uh, (laughs) Next subject. Go ahead. (laughs) Gabe from Elkhart, Iowa. All right. All right. You know where that's at? No, but okay. it's I, I know where I was at. <laughs> well, I was where this carbon sequestration pipeline was going through. They's throwing a fit about that these farmers are staying on their ground. Sequestration. Okay. What? I thought it was sequest. Sequest. Whatever. Sequest. Okay. Louisville, Louisville. <laughs> Louisville. Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there was a drag show at a high school near him. I think maybe an hour north. Um, it made the news. The club that put on the drag show was an approved student club of the high school. And then the school came out and said, but the show was not an approved event because they, they're, and now they're investigating. (laughs) So he wanted to share that with us, that there was a drag show at the end of the school year. I wonder what this club is called. Uh, It was some sort of LGBT Oh, of course. Rights for Everybody Club. Rights for Everybody Club. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, um, Reed from Northwest Ohio, he's a sprayer operator. He says, keep up the great work. He really likes the podcast. Thank you, Reed. Matthew um, sent in a TikTok to us. I I believe you saw it, maybe responded to it. But he said that his John Deere Gator salesman actually sent um, beer with his John Deere Gator when they delivered it. So, he's a big fan of his salesman. (laughs) Of the John was, Deere Gator. Was he the guy that got the Gator? I think he got a Gator, yeah. I saw yeah, I saw yeah. a TikTok with a... And he tagged you in it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, he got a case of beer sitting on the yeah. seat. The yeah. John Deere beer. Yes. Yes, the, the salesman <clears throat> sent that with him. Yeah. So I'll be surprised if ours shows up with a... Because it's still in the shop, right? Yeah, ours is in the <laughs> shop again. Like, I think I had it for two weeks. Now it's back in the shop. Yeah. Uh, I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. Are you sure we just don't need to change the oil more often or something? <clears throat> I don't know what that has to do with the front end. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 
All right. Um, Matt over in Olney, Illinois, that's right down the road. Yes. Wants to know um, where the where were the windfall profits and tax proposals to the manufacturers of the Wuhan flu vaccines and test kits? Oh, that's yeah. Did we see windfall profits from any of those? Remember, companies? I said that about three months ago mm. on this program. Mm-hmm. Whenever, well, whenever, uh, whenever uh, Pocahontas was ass of the week, mm-hmm. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, and she's yeah. saying something about these windfall, windfall profits. profits for oil producers. Yeah, and I said the people that really need to have a windfall profits tax is Pfizer. Pfizer, yeah. Well, all the vaccine makers. Yeah, Moderna. All uh-huh. these people. Mm-hmm. Johnson and Johnson. Yep, they all need the, the windfall profits tax. Great point. Right, that is a great point. And you know what? If you can't see this, it's like right in front of your face. This is the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that vaccine saved a bunch of people's lives. <laughs> so does oil keeps everyone alive mm-hmm. um kayla out of central iowa see now whenever they give their their where they're located at i will be more than happy to share that with everybody good, good. but sometimes they don't do that i so love I hearing just, where these people are from okay all right central iowa um she says that they are farmers and says that it's refreshing to hear like-minded midwesterners that's right yeah. then she refers us to the video the movie what is a woman which is something that you and I watched this <laughs> Matt week. Matt Walsh's new video. Mm-hmm. And it you is, guys have to watch that. Yes. Yes. That you, where do they find that? Daily Wire? It is on the Daily Wire. You have to pay some sort of subscription to them to be to get access, which kind of sucks. No, it, it doesn't. That is I mean, it does for people who like don't have a five, you know, extra five bucks a month or whatever. Okay. I mean it sucks. It sucks that you have to like subscribe to something else i'll send you our (laughs) username and password we could do that we could totally do that (laughs) that that thousand or what what is a woman by Mm -hmm. matt walsh that movie you know all he does is he explores like this trans movement and he just goes out and starts asking people like well what is a woman well, and these aren't dumb people. These are educated people. Oh, who goes are, to American University you know, to this psychologist, dumbass professor. <laughs> I mean, he he. Uh, uh. Whenever he went to American University in this movie mm-hmm. and interviewed this dumbass professor, he'd only solidified. I mean, just I poured more concrete on my mm-hmm. already concrete foundation I that I that I have zero use for college. I watched this before Ryan watched it, and I'm like, you've got to watch this documentary that Matt Walsh, Walsh put out, and it is hilarious, and you're going to die. And then whenever this college professor shows up, I'm like, oh, gosh, Ryan, you're going to lose it here because he's in college. And I think, was it Harvard or Yale or one of the... The, the it, school? Mm-hmm. It was American University. Just American University. That's what it's called, American University. Where is that at? <laughs> it's out east somewhere. I, don't, I can't oh, remember. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I thought it was one of the prestigious... No, it's American University. So this guy is like studying social science. He's a social scientist is what he says. And what does that even mean? What's a social scientist? Every time he's asked, (laughs) what is a woman? Ryan's face got redder and redder and redder as the the conversation went on. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing he could say whenever Matt Walsh continually asks, and Matt is hilarious. His body language, his faces... And then yeah, his questions without, and how you ask some of the questions he asked without laughing, I'll never understand. Yeah. But anyway, he kept asking this professor, like, what is a mm-hmm. woman? And this professor, the, the only thing he could say, and you could tell this professor, this professor was gay. There was yeah. no doubt in my mind he was a flamer. Okay. But anyway, all this guy said is he just kept going, well, a woman is a woman. But he said, and then Matt would say, what is that? Well, what is a woman? He said, a uh, 
A woman. A woman. Well, quit giving me a circular answer. You, I mean, you can't just say a woman's a woman. I need to know what a woman is. I mean, it's like yeah. a dog's a dog. What's a dog? Yeah. <laughs> what is a dog? Well, and another thing that was common in that documentary, it is so good to just hear this difference of, and it makes you, it makes you realize, number one, I'm not crazy. Number two, there are so many more people that think just like us. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so that's good. Um, but what was it that he, he said, he would ask this question, what is a woman? And people would say, well, to who? Whose truth are we talking about? Oh, yeah. Whose truth is it? And honestly, the point of it is, is there is black and white truth. There is truth and there is lie. Yep. And what is the truth? I'm trying to find the truth. So tell me what the truth is. Yes. The, the whole movement of the trans and stuff um, is just getting rid of this nuclear family. And... The, the mom and dad in the house with raising children together. Yep. So if we can get rid of what the globalists think and the George Soros's and all, all oh, the crazies, for sure. yeah. they just, if you get rid of the nuclear family, they make you want to feel ashamed of being mom and dad in the home and say that you're, you are the minority because you're not accepting of us and the way that we think. But in reality, no, I don't have to accept it. That's right. I'm not going to. But, Are you following what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Okay. Totally. But no, you guys got to watch that movie. That's it's a, a good, good one. one. Yeah, Kayla, thanks for the reference to that movie because that is a good one. Yeah. It is It is for real. And you know what? Anytime you want to argue with the people, like the intellectuals of this movement, they have no answer for you. They run away because they can't answer the questions, period. Oh, yeah, they can't. Whenever, whenever you just ask them the most simplest questions just like what is a woman mm -hmm. and and they just can't tell you was it the tribe in africa that he went out and he said have you heard of binary people and fluidity and blah 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 and they laugh they laugh like it's a joke mm -hmm. well of course mm -hmm. you know because they over there in africa they think a woman is a woman and a man is a man mm -hmm. and their definitions their definitions what is a woman a woman delivers and feeds. That's right. That's exactly what they said. A woman de delivers and feeds. Like, it's so simple. Yep. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's for real, though. That's how I think of it. I can't I can't accept that a trans man is a woman. I won't. No. I won't. And you're not going to teach anyway. my kid either. Yeah. We beat that really down into the ground. <laughs> I don't care. Do you want me to play the, at the, the same you at the same time? Play dude looks what? like a lady? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that is a good, that's a good one. If you want our login information, just let me know. <laughs> um, Tyler, he is a farmer and a hog producer in North Central Ohio. He's one hour north of Columbus. Okay. He has a question about shortages of gas. He witnessed, and here's why, he witnessed five stations around his town that ran out of gas this week. Really? Mm-hmm. In Marion, there was there was uh, some stations in Marion, Illinois, some stations that ran out of gas because they like lowered their gas for a bit, for and a minute. Every, everybody and made everybody a run. came over there and grabbed gas. Yeah, and then there, I think there were like two stations that maybe have ran out because of that. Uh, you know, I don't know. I was talking to texting with forty eight eighty Dusty, uh, who is a good dude. And y'all need to follow him because he's just got great messages. And he was asking me, what do I think about this diesel and gas prices and, and the price of oil? Because, you know, they they have the opportunity to fill up some tanks right now. 
and they wanted to do it right now ahead of fall or, you know, ahead of whatever, just they wanted to buy diesel right now, protect themselves anyway, if they think the, if, if I thought the price was going to go up. And naturally, I said, I, dude, I don't know. I don't. Right now on my farm, I'm buying what I need. I'm not, you, there's no way I'm going to price any ahead of time. But the one thing that I find weird, okay, is that in 2008, oil got up to $140 a barrel. Gas and diesel prices, average, average gas and diesel prices. There are places that went above, but the average across the United States, there was never a five in front of it. And now we have a lower oil price at $120 a barrel, $115 a barrel, depending on what day you look at it. But gas and diesel are like five and six bucks and seven in some places, but the averages have a five in front of them. Actually, I think, okay, I think uh, right now 498 is the national average for gasoline. So we're two cents away. We'll be there next week. But why is it that we have lower oil prices but higher gas and diesel prices right now versus back in 2008 we had higher oil prices but lower average Hmm. gas and diesel prices? And there's inflation well, that inflation, that, that, that's, that's it. I'm doing a partial budget here. I'm not doing a full budget. The inflation, if it's inflated, the oil price should be inflated too, even more so. Okay, well, what if, I mean, Biden said something about releasing some of the reserves again. He already did. Oh, So are we again? not seeing this? Are again? We, well, yeah, I mean, it, it was two different instances. Yeah. Well, okay, I haven't heard about the second time. It, 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 that, it won't matter. Okay. It will not matter. For some reason, the the, the ratio of a, a gallon of diesel and a gallon of gas is not the same right now as opposed to what the price of oil is today versus what that ratio was in 2008. And I don't know what that reason is. The way that I kind of think is it's got to have something to do with refining capacity. Because if there's an if there's an abundance of crude oil, which there's not an abundance, but it seems to me like the market is not quite as worried about the overall crude supply right now as what the market is worried about the the shortage of refined crude products. In other words, gasoline, diesel, kerosene, jet fuel, things like that. Mm. So I'm starting to wonder if maybe the big problem is is we're not we just can't refine it like we need to. And that wouldn't surprise me. That'd be a quick way to make gas prices go up without promoting more drilling. Is make sure you have enough crude, just make it so we don't refine enough that the people need it to make gas prices go up, drive them to electric vehicles. Yeah. I'm I'm speculating here. I don't know. Do you think we're gonna see seven and eight dollar here in Illinois, where we're at, southeastern Illinois, do you think we're gonna see seven and eight dollar gas yes. by the end of the summer yes do you think that if you have like five five gallon gas tanks cans sitting in the garage that you should fill them up now well <laughs> and and will they last more than two months in your garage okay or are they going to evaporate let's just do some simple math gas <clears throat> excuse me what what prices did you just say six and seven dollars Seven and eight by the end of the okay, summer. Okay, let's just say eight. Mm-hmm. And you got a five-gallon gas tote right now in your in your that you fill your lawnmower up with. Mm-hmm. It's five gallons, and it's empty. Well, I'm going to go fill it up right now before it goes to eight. The most you're going to be saving, I mean, it's like 10 bucks. 
Well, I, I mean, people are what asking Dusty these was questions. Asking, what Dusty was asking I, is something He's talking about a tank. Yeah, buying a semi-load of fuel. I get that. I get that. But there's some people who don't have, have no idea that people actually store diesel and gas on their farms. Oh. My question isn't, isn't out there. It's out there for... <laughs> oh, I don't think the I don't think we've seen the end of high prices, and yeah. I think they will go higher. I mean, if that ten dollars is meaningful to somebody, I think that maybe they should go get their gas tank right or get full right now because they're not going down anytime soon. Uh, if if yes. that ten dollars is meaningful to them and it's going to make or break, like we're not going to have bread that week versus having. I hope no one is in that position, but I do understand what you're saying. Yes, I do too. Absolutely. It's just, but you know what? If we, I was in that position and it's it's a five five gallon can, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go eat and not mow my lawn. <laughs> you don't like to mow your lawn anyway. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what I would do. Oh my gosh! Feed the funny. kids and let the grass grow. Absolutely. Buy a cow. No, I agree sheep, with that. Mm-hmm. Then slaughter it and eat. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. If you guys haven't haven't if you're around southeastern Illinois or southern Illinois and you haven't found a producer, um, a small market producer beef. Bramlett Simitals actually have a place. They have a place where you can order it online and you can go pick it up. Out yeah. in beautiful Pope County, Illinois. That's in, um, that's in southern, southern Illinois. Southern, southern Illinois. Down in the yeah. Shawnee National Forest, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't found a meat producer or uh, somebody to go to, then and you, know you can what? That check goes, them out. That goes for anybody. Whether, mm-hmm. you're, whether you're even in, in our area or not, I don't think it's a bad idea for anyone. Mm-hmm. To get to know who their local processors are. Right. You know, like like me and you had this discussion the other night. I was, so I was hauling grain the other day, listening to Glenn Beck, which is probably one of the worst <laughs> things you can do. I mean, he's nothing but a prepper prepper. He's got some great de- like details like and him. stuff on the blaze. They have some really in-depth discussions. They do. They mm-hmm. do. I, it's just sometimes, you know, it's like, man. <laughs> well, he was saying, he said on Monday or Tuesday, he said something along the lines of, I don't know when it's going to be really bad but i'm thinking this fall if not then definitely the winter we're gonna have people really hungry looking for food yeah you know grocery stores be their their shelves are going to be empty things like that and you know i've so i entertained that in my head for just a second you know what Uh i came to the conclusion of what's that there is no better place to live if that happens than where we do than where we do i've i raise Mm -hmm. corn I can trade that corn to somebody mm-hmm. with a cow mm-hmm. to give me some meat, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. We can, we can let somebody in the suburbs can't do that. Right. You know, actually I've got a bow and I can go shoot a deer if we need meat. So we're all good. Okay. Well, I'm not I'm, worried about I'm, that. I'm just saying there's easier ways to do it. Than it that. Get, <laughs> you're just not a hunter. I'm not, but, but no, I mean, we like, ain't going hungry, boo. Like there's I got there's you. nothing better than being a farmer. <laughs> If something right. like that did happen, I just, it, this is That's the United true. States of America. I cannot believe it would ever get that bad. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Well, hell, and, and who would ever thought you know there'd what? be a baby formula shortage That's too. true. That's true too. You know, and Glenn Beck has been pushing this whole prepper thing for over 10 years. And during the Obama administration is when I had to stop listening to him because he's like, this is going to be terrible. This is going to be bad. It's blah, blah, oh, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, guy, you've got it. Like, this isn't realistic. You're living in a weird world. It yeah. wasn't realistic. Right. So that's when I stopped listening to him. And now, I mean, after Rush passed away is the only reason that I <laughs> turned him back on to see what he was talking about these days. I mean, there's he's got some pretty good information on the blaze and and stuff. But as far as like the prepping, the prepping stuff and keeping food in your pantry for 23 years, I just don't. 
I don't oh, know that yeah. we're going to see yeah. that. I don't know. I mean, we could all be wrong here in six months or a year. And I just don't. I'm sorry. I just don't. Th- you know, they have that company to advertise on his uh on his show of basically they'll uh-huh. send you MREs and they're good for mm-hmm. 25 years. Like, yeah, are you freaking serious? But you know what? I, a lot of people have bought into that this year. And I don't know if it's because of how fast and how bad it's gotten in two years. Like it's gone really bad. The price of everything has gone so far up and the morale of the country is so far down. You know, it's just oh, kind of, it's like I, yeah. a combination of things. Yeah. I almost wonder if, if Biden would like use a little bit of reverse psychology and just start talking positively, if that would help anything. Ain't happen. <laughs> that son oh. of a bitch. I saw a, I saw a blurb of him on TikTok. I guess he was on Jimmy Kimmel this past week. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I didn't watch any of that. Well, the only part that I saw was on a... Oh, it was Joe Pags. I found Joe Pags TikTok page. Okay. Joe Pags is a radio guy. He's on the weekends, actually. Okay. And uh, he has a talk show. He's great. Good yeah. conservative dude. Because on Joe Pags TikTok page, he had Jimmy Kimmel's... An excerpt of Jimmy Kimmel and Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. And it got so bad, like Biden just sitting there stumbling over his words that Jimmy had to go like, okay, we're going to take a commercial break here. How about we? Oh, for real. We, we let you gather your thoughts. I mean, that, that I'm not saying it verbatim. Yeah, it's exactly what he meant, though. Oh my gosh! And it was like, what an embarrassment! How embarrassing! That and you know, I, I don't feel sorry for the guy. I don't feel sorry for Joe Biden whatsoever. I think he's a piece of shit sleazeball. Mm-hmm. I really do. Yeah. But this is elder abuse. Absolutely. This is, is absolute. This is. And the people who actually put the elder abuse laws in place are the people actually doing it to Joe Biden. <laughs> That's exactly That's right. why it's so ironic. I mean, this is like grabbing a person out of a nursing home and throwing them on Jimmy Kimmel and expecting yeah. them to have a, an, an informed, intelligent conversation about what's going on in America and, and articulate it. Yeah. It's just impossible. Yeah. This guy can't do it. So mm, Interesting. Mm. We'll Horrible. see what happens. Yeah. So um I'm I think we're getting to the end of the show, right? Okay. okay. Um we've had two or three people actually. <laughs> this is really funny, okay? So on podcast, you can speed up or slow down your podcast, right? <laughs> yes, you can. Okay. Listen to them a little faster. Mm-hmm. So I got a text from somebody this week and um <laughs> she said that she had been listening on speed like forever and thought that that's the how fast we talked <laughs> or how fast we spoke and it's not how fast we're pretty slow slow talkers but she was she was laughing because once her husband told her that You're she had been to, yeah. well my sister did the same thing she did the same thing Lindsay did the same okay, thing. okay well we got an email from brandon he said this will make you laugh played the podcast the whole time on the wrong speed and she said he said if you get to point five, you guys sound really really drunk and it's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> so she's like so the the other text message that i had received the first one that i received listening to she listened to all of the shows on this extreme fast paced wow she my favorite part of her text message is now i don't have to pay attention as close anymore yeah (laughs) because we've all listened to something and fast forward and you're like what in the world is going on man they sound like a chipmunk or my gosh that's hilarious what but i need to re what are they talking about (laughs) i I feel her pain though because i've listened to mike gallagher before accidentally Uh on 1.5 or maybe even two yeah i feel her pain trying to keep up mentally Uh uh-huh 
you know, and reason with him as he's talking. Yeah, it's hard. hard to do. It's hard. Really hard to do. Uh-huh. I bet Ben Shapiro, like, he's on fast forward all the time. Na- he naturally <laughs> is on fast forward. Hell, I can't keep up with him whenever he's talking his normal voice. No kidding. He's really fast speaker. Yeah. But, no, oh, I thought that was funny when it ended. I would end on that. that <laughs> Those are good. all of our shout outs. And that is the show. That is like, the show right there. We, we just wanted to give shout outs to all you people that show up every yeah. week. You're in the trenches with us. Mm-hmm. Just never forget. You're not alone. There are great people out here. You guys email us. We're great people. I promise. But the, all the people <laughs> that email us as well, you're just, you're great people with those people. So even though you only hear Jess and I's voice, mm-hmm. every single person that emails us, like, they're your friend too. Mm-hmm. We are all in this together. I mean, this is still the greatest country on the face of the earth. Don't care what anybody says. Mm-hmm. There's no better place on earth to live. And and yeah. once again, this past week had a friend come over, didn't we? Yes. One of your yes. friends showed up, uh-huh. stayed all night, uh-huh. and we had a blast. Yep. Yeah. Did we talk some politics? Sure. Did we talk Alden? Sure. We had a blast. Yeah. It's just a good time. It's a good life. And different perspectives are good. And just because we don't agree For on sure. every single little bitty thing doesn't mean we can't be friends. Right. You know, which let's, before we end here, mm-hmm. let's talk about, you had a, a, a Zoom meeting today with a potential job uh, you're looking yes. into. Yes. Tell, okay. okay. So, so you're just a stay at home mom right now, but. Explain how this Watch transpired. It. Watch it. Not J- just a, you know what <laughs> you I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean. That's I not hardly your, just. I'm kidding. I'm giving you a hard time. Okay. But anyways, so what I do right now is I'm in the office. I pay the bills and I, I bill out and I receive in and I make deposits and I run errands and do the laundry, <laughs> all the things that is associated with the house. And um, I was approached by someone and uh, shout out to my girl, Wendy. And she's like, hey, um, so there's this thing that is like, you might be really good at training people. And I'm like, well, I used to train at my old job. So what are you talking about? So the more I've I've been introduced to someone who is um, talking with small businesses around the area and the small businesses are having problems with employees and getting training fast enough for entry level employees. And there's so much turnover that they're needing like management trainings for people who've never worked or never been in a management position. So that leads us to (laughs) talking to my girlfriend, Holly, who was here this week with us. Um, She had been in corporate retail America for 15 years and she recently left. So now there's a, there's a word that just keeps coming up. What word is that? Pride. Pride associated with what? working, working, employment, doing anything, showing up to work, respect. And you're talking so, pride uh, in yourself and pride, pride in the job in yourself. you do. Yes, in the job that you do. So I had this conversation today with someone and I said, you know, <laughs> there's a word that just keeps coming up and it's pride, it's pride, it's pride. And um, then the conversation went into, well, how do we get millennials to communicate with the other, you know, the other generations that are in the workforce right now? And how do we, how do we communicate that? And how do you teach that? And I said, I don't know, because I was taught that at home. And I think the big problem here is that pride wasn't taught, isn't, has not been taught at home for the last 20 years. So now you have these people in the workforce and then you have employees who are 18, 19 years old who are going to argue with their bosses about, well, I was late for work, but it's still not my problem. 
yeah. know, like those those types of conversations are happening right now, and that's real life. That's crazy. You need to, to be me. more accepting of me being late to work. Yeah, you need to be more accepting of me and my mm-hmm. schedule. Mm-hmm. It's like. But you don't understand, like those people, those kids, these young adults don't understand. <laughs> no, I don't have to respect you. I don't have to do anything. You haven't earned my respect. Like that's the way that I was brought up in the workforce, you know? And then these kids are like, well, everybody's going to be okay because everybody's just going to get a trophy. <laughs> Unfortunately, that yeah. But you know, like taking pride in yourself and showing up to work a little bit and uh, I mean on time and don't be on your phone 100% of the time or even 50% of the time because you well, are trading. She, say? she would hire somebody and they would go back in the corner, like down some aisle somewhere, way yeah. back in the corner where they can't be found. And they're just sitting mm-hmm. there dicking around on their phone. Yeah, they're trying to hide from, you know, the retail space, like do something. My dad always taught us, and I know that a lot of people will have the same type of experience growing up, but my dad said, if you are on the clock for someone else, that is their money paying you. You better be laboring somehow. Look for something to do. Look for something to do. Don't just sit there with your thumb up your rear end. And if you can't find something... Mm -hmm. You go ask. ask. Yes. Yeah. So if any time, even at my very first job at an employment agency, I would sweep the floor if I had finished all the filing. Nobody told me to sweep the floor. I picked up a broom. The floor needs swept. I swept the floor. Yeah. Like if these kids aren't taught that at home, where else are they going to be teaching it? Well, unfortunately, they come to work somewhere Mm -hmm. and... uh, then you go try to teach them that. And then for some reason, many of them think they're above that job. Absolutely. Which, and then how do you fix that? You have to change their mindset and yeah. encourage. No, here's the problem too. You've got to encourage them. You've got to encourage them, incentivize them. And then you have this crazy cycle of, oh my gosh, I've got to make sure that this employee knows that I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm just trying to tell them these basic job duties that need to be done, period. Because See, you don't, then, uh, <laughs> then you, because you don't, you need the workforce there, but you don't want to lose that person. But if they're already not working, who gives a shit if you lose them? I say, uh, I say that's you be a too. dickhead to them. Well, I'm serious. I yeah. say you be a dickhead to them. I think we're right now. You are freaking late. <laughs> if you're late again, don't, if you think you're going to be late tomorrow, just don't even come to work. Yeah. AKA you're going to get fired. Right. That's the way it is. This is real life. I'm not asking very much for yeah. you to show up at whatever time I'm yeah, saying, you know, yeah. eight, nine, 10 o'clock, whatever, you know, for the specific mm-hmm. job, whatever. This is what is required. Mm-hmm. Show up 15 minutes yeah. early, 10 minutes early, play on your phone until it's time to go to work, but don't show up at 801. And then play on your phone when you get there. <laughs> and then play. Exactly. <laughs> we need to be making sure that these conversations are being had because right now in the employment world right now is, is, is something happen? Something is happening. Something's happened in the last two years, and now you know all of these employees are banding together, pulling lawsuits on people, um, small businesses, saying if you don't comply with, they're kind of being bullies. They're like, if you don't comply with what we want, sounds we're like all a union. Gonna, we're all going to quit. Which doesn't it doesn't work in small business world. I think it's another plan and another agenda to get the small business guy out of the I, way. That part right there, I don't think so. I do. Th- this I is do. shitty. This is shittily raised kids but not only but it starts at the school it starts at the school level and the family oh, level okay you're, you're diving that far down into it oh yeah because when if it comes you, to a work ethic your school's not ever going to instill if you that destroy you. the nuclear family there at you home you send them to a government school what did rush used to call them he would call them squirrels. An, an encampment or something. Yeah. yeah Government like, squirrels. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you send them to school and then they get it. <laughs> 
they get the trophy for every little bitty thing. And they're not even taught real history. They're not taught about respect because you have to be willing to, to accept everything and everybody. You just kind of sit there and take it. You know, you're not taught any. any. Here's the other thing. And then you bring them up and then they're in the workforce and then they have no idea about anything. They don't know how many states we have. They don't know how much is in a in a gallon. They don't well, know. See, used to be though there was dignity associated with, and there still is, but but you just knew there was dignity associated with work mm-hmm. of any kind. Mm-hmm. I don't care whether you're the white collar CEO of a Fortune 500 company all the way down to the person that's scrubbing toilets at a gas station. Whatever, I don't care. You mm-hmm. name it. The person that's sweeping up cigarette butts off the parking lot. Don't care. There was dignity associated with that. You were providing a service. You were doing something. You were earning your money as well as helping the place you're working. Yes. You know, that gives you, that is something you can be proud of. For the greater good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know. The greater good of the company, the greater good of your family. And yourself. Yeah. Yes. I'm able to provide for my family. I'm able to buy my own food and, and clothing because I've got this job. Well, nowadays... It's almost not like that. Nowadays, it's, well, I'll work, but I won't do this. I'm not going to do this. And where do they learn that from? I don't know. But you know what? Here's the other thing. Used to be people that were on welfare, you made jokes about them. (laughs) Yeah. I'm serious. You made jokes about them. You... they were ashamed they had to be on it. Mm-hmm. You know, that whenever they had to swipe that EBT card at the grocery store, or whenever, card, yeah, yeah, whenever they had to use those food stamps, they, they would go in and shop at 1030 when nobody could probably see them do it right. because they were embarrassed to have it. Mm-hmm. But they needed help. But they so, need, yeah. but they truly mm-hmm. may have needed help back then. Now, I'm not saying there's not still some people like that around today. Now, I'm not I'm not painting this I'm not painting the whole wall this color, but I am painting ninety-five percent of it this color. Nowadays they don't care. They don't care. Yeah. Nowadays that card is just money they're entitled to. Mm-hmm. There's no dignity associated with it, but screw it. I don't need dignity. I'm getting this for free. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to work for mine. You're a dumbass for going to work for fifty hours a week, <laughs> 60, 70 hours a week. Right. And the subsidies you can you can get on your electric bill and everything. I mean, these days. Oh yeah, it's crazy. I think I think the number was like fifty four thousand dollars in subsidies and grants and all the money, all the money you could get without working and being on welfare. Yeah, fifty four thousand dollars a family. But nowadays, it's, I mean, there's no shame of there's no shame in being on uh, food stamps. I think there is. There's the, well, overall, yeah, the people that's on them who are chronic food stamp users. Yeah, you know, there's just no shame. They they, they don't care. Mm. As, but but then whenever I make fun of them, like in a Baymont, like in a trailer park at Belmont, that's uh-huh. just where they cook meth. That's all they do. And you remember the hell that I got for making fun of that place? Yes, that place is a shithole. It always has been. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows what goes on down there. Mm-hmm. Talk to the sheriff. We know what goes on down there. Mm-hmm. Bad shit. It's all drugs. The only thing, and that's the reason they don't have a window to piss in or a pot to piss in, a window to throw out of. It's just because it's just a shithole, and that's what they do. And they're, I'm sure most all of them, I can't speak for every single one of them, but most all of them take zero pride in what they got because they don't have any pride. Mm-hmm. They don't have to earn nothing. So we're, well, When you work hard and earn something, you do take pride in it. Yeah. And, and you, you want it to look nice. You earn yeah. that. That's yours. Mm-hmm. A product of your labor. Mm-hmm. What, I, what I'm curious to know is if anyone knows how to communicate that between the elder generation that is getting ready to retire in the workforce and now... 
because I think we're at a point where the older generation that's in the workforce, five years ago, we had five generations in the workforce. Now I, I bet there's four, but the older generation is getting ready to retire and they are so sick of the crap that the millennials and yep. all in the younger generation, I don't know if it's generation, is it generation Z? I don't know what we're in right now. Oh my gosh. They're just so sick of it. They don't have time or the patience to even teach them because it's just a joke. Well, it is. It is. Because they, they get offended by everything. They have no like firmness to them, emotional firmness. They're all a bunch of pussies. Yeah. They just take, they take everything. I, I shouldn't say all of them. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of plenty of people out here listening to us right now who have kids that's but my in point that. is if they know if you know how to communicate those two things please let us know pride I, I'm, af- it, I'm afraid it's going to end up being tough love yeah it's, you think it's, it's just going to be like it's going to be guys like me you want to you want to call me an asshole mm-hmm. for telling you exactly how it is you know yeah it hurts your feelings I'm going to chew your ass out for being late. Mm-hmm. I'm going to chew your ass out for not being where you were supposed to be on time. Mm-hmm. I don't ask for much, but I do ask for you to be here on time and do as good a job as you can. Not perfect. Mm-hmm. Everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. But whenever they do bad, you got to call them out. Yeah. You got to let them have it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's kind of like it goes back. I mean, we had a situation at home once whenever I'm, I'm going to just throw throw this out there as a hypothetical, but it kind of happened. So uh, Alden says, you know, mommy hurt my feelings because I did this or whatever. And then runs to daddy and says, well, mommy did this and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, now, wait a second. Are you telling me how you feel? Or are we what happened? What are the facts here? It would be like somebody coming in and saying, well, I, I care about his feelings and I only care about his feelings. I don't care about the facts of the story. I care about his feelings right now. And there's where we went wrong. And the, and that's the problem. That's the problem. Because we are not talking about facts. We are only talking about emotional fleeting emotions. They are fleeting feelings. Yep. <laughs> they are not there to stay and it's not real. Well, I, <laughs> I, I guarantee you there is a, a phrase that has been kicked around the past four years that we've all heard, and I, I know I, it was not a millennial that, that coined it. Uh-huh. F your feelings. Yeah. we've yeah. I've seen it on flags, mm-hmm. on bumper stickers. Mm-hmm. I mean, movies. I Yeah. And it's hard. It's hard to be come from a corporate world to to such a harsh world of like how you live every day, because in the HR world, you have to act like you care, but actually keeping the company at you know, the company's best interest at heart, but acting like you care at the same time. So you get really good at manipulating, trying to, <laughs> trying to, it's really, really, that, really, really hard. Really exhausting is what it sounds to me yeah, like. Em, yeah. Emotionally So basically exhausting. you're lying. Well, I mean, you've got to, you're, you're, you're lying. You're lying. To be good, to be good at HR and to make sure that that employee is good, then you kind of have to, you have to just make Little them, Johnny, you, you've make done. them feel comfortable is what you have to do. Little Johnny, you've done so good. You've such a good. You are such a good employee. <laughs> but you can't make decisions. But you can't off be of late. Emotions. I just don't want you to be late. Now I'm not going to fire you for being late. But I'm mm-hmm. just telling you, you can't be late. Mm-hmm. You know what, little Johnny hears? Okay, his feelings aren't hurt. But I'm just going to keep getting. I'm just going to keep being Continue late. To be late, yeah. No, you got to have an asshole go. You show up late tomorrow. Just don't show up. Stay home. Yeah. I'll find somebody to replace you. But what the corporate world tells everybody is you can't get fired for doing that. For being late? You can't. 
In real life, you can't. <laughs> it has to be documented. So much documentation. So many certain things before. And you know what? That employee is probably banking on getting fired so they can draw an draw employment. Draw an employment. Yeah. I've seen it. We've seen that. Yeah. Whenever we owned our drilling company, we saw that played out many times. So. Some low life jerk ass mm-hmm. meth head comes out and works on a rig for like 31 days. Because mm-hmm. they know. Yep. They know how to play the game. Mm-hmm. Yep. But that's not everybody, but it is, I mean, there's a lot of people who know how to play the system and then they gang up with other employees to the, to the actual bosses and say, listen, if you don't comply with my feelings, <laughs> then we're going to sue you and we're right. going to do a class action. Uh, you know, we're going to talk to the EEOC board and get you in trouble with somebody. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm going to talk to my employment inter- attorney. Pride. It's very interesting. Pride. Pride. What a foreign mm-hmm. concept. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're at right now in the workforce today. I and and I just I don't know. I can't imagine going out and earning something, especially something expensive, and not taking any care of it, not giving a shit less. Mm. You know, like at the end of every season, my combine is a two thousand eight model. It is not even close to new. But at the end of every season, it gets washed and waxed. The cab gets cleaned out. I go through it. Look, you know, try to find the stuff that's wrong with it to fix it. Um, well, like right now, we're getting ready to harvest wheat. I'm, I know the I've got the list of stuff we need to work on. I'm going to pull it in there, try to take the best care of it as as I can. You know, I, you take a little bit of pride in it. Yeah, sure. As to where if I just knew another free combine was coming on the thirtieth, free one, the hell with that thing. Free. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just like a new, just like another welfare check, yeah. another free combines coming it's just, well it's not free i pay him my taxes <laughs> yeah yeah i bet you did no they get the wotc what is it work opportunity tax credit <laughs> earned income tax credit yes, that's another it's one called yeah yep. so well it's i didn't mean to i meant to end on a good good note you know well, with the right before we came up here you said yeah. something about that meeting that you had and the word yeah. pride and i thought yeah. that's worth talking about it is because it, it just it's real life. I don't know. I, I look at the best farmers around here, and you know what I can tell about them? What? They take a hell of a lot of pride in everything they do. You think anybody makes a damn penny by mowing a road sign? No. A, a roadside? No. No. But it sure makes your place look a little bit nicer. Sure does. You know? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just, whatever. We're in a weird spot. Sure are. You know what? I'm going to use one of the most overused words in the last two years. What? We are living in unprecedented times. Unprecedented. <laughs> boy we are Uh, yeah we'll Well, see what happens how about we call it good right there okay do you have do you have a song of the week for us for the summertime continuing (laughs) the summer music series on the bushels and barrels podcast it's my week so the first week we had eric church uh what song was that i don't even remember i I hear it in my head (laughs) i've got a brain fart right now yeah First week was Eric Church. Last week was Doobie Brothers. So you uh-huh. got country, you got rock. Well, this world in our swimming pool or boating or whatever we're going to do this weekend. This weekend. Uh, you might hear this song right here. Ooh. It's <laughs> a good one. Flashback to like 1994. Oh, man. Hell yeah. Well, anyway, we're going to get out of here. You guys have a great weekend. And uh, we will see you next week. Leah Thomas still a boy. You were born an American. Don't forget to be one. Adios. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Warren G was on the streets trying to consume some skirts for the eat.
So I could get some phones rolling in my ride, chilling all alone. Just hit the east side of the LBC on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. Seen a car full of girls, ain't no need to tweak. All of you search know what's up with 213. So I hooked a left on 21 and Lewis. Some brothers shooting dice, so I said, let's do this. I jumped out the ride and said, what's up? Some brothers put some gas, so I said, I'm stuck. These girls peeping me, I'm on glide and swerve. These hookers looking so hard, they straight hit the curve. Want a bigger, better thing? Than some horny tricks I see my homie and some suckers all in his mix I'm getting jacked, I'm breaking myself I can't believe they taking more as well They took my rings, they took my Rolex I looked at the brother, said, damn, what's next? They got my homie pinned up and they all... Shit, I'm still recording. See you guys. <laughs>